to say, ah, it's so clear, it's Jesus. How could they reject him as the Messiah? The Jewish people were expecting a Messiah who would come to right the wrongs done to Israel, to bring justice to the Jewish people, and to rule and reign as a conquering king. It's not the Jewish people against Jesus. He split the Jewish community, but in general, he's despised and rejected. That's true of history. In fact, he first had to come as a suffering servant because of the sin problem. Did you know that Jesus was Jewish? You might be asking, what does that mean for your Christian faith? Watch today and discover how understanding the Jewish roots of your faith and your connection to Israel and the Jewish people can transform your life and the way you read the Bible. Coming up on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. I'm Jonathan Burness and I'm joined once again by my co-host Ezra Benjamin. Today we're going to discuss what some refer to as the forbidden chapter of the Bible. Now Ezra, I know that many at home are asking themselves, what is the forbidden chapter that Jonathan is referring to? Well, unfortunately a secular society wants to forbid believers from talking about any chapters in the scriptures. But specifically, there's a chapter in the Jewish scriptures that has come to be known as the forbidden chapter. And I'm referring to Isaiah 53. We're going to talk about the context of this chapter and why it was all, really all but forbidden, Ezra. Sure. It's, it's pretty much ignored now. Right, and in some cases, uh, it's, it's gone so far as to be excluded from some printings of the Old Testament, or what the Jewish community would call the Tanakh in Hebrew, or the Jewish scriptures, the Jewish Bible. For the Jewish community, there is no New Testament, except for those of us who believe that Jesus, Yeshua, is the Messiah. And so you can be flipping through, and of course, the Bible is the Word of God, the Old Testament is God's Word, and then you get to Isaiah 51, 52, 54 in extreme cases, and you say, what happened to Isaiah 53? And we're gonna unpack a little bit, why is it that this chapter in the Old Testament is so particularly problematic for a Jewish audience? Yeah, well, frankly, it's, it's hard to believe that it's in the Old Testament. Right. It's actually in both, it's in the Old and the New, but it's so clear about the identity of the Messiah. Exactly. And so clearly, points to the fulfilled work of Jesus uh, according to the gospel accounts that there's been a reaction, exactly. uh, especially over the last five, six hundred years right. uh, to the chapter. And so it's many yeshiva students, I'm talking about ultra-Orthodox students of the scriptures, uh, aren't allowed to read it, certainly without a, a, a sup the supervision of another rabbi that can help steer them away from what we clearly see. Right, and again, religious Jewish communities, it's very important for you to understand, believe that this, the Old Testament is not just a storybook about the Jewish people, it's, it's the word of God, the words of a holy God, spoken through, written down through Moses and then through the prophets and Ezra and Nehemiah and the other writers. So the word is, is a holy thing, it's not to be taken lightly. And yet again, as you said, there's this particular chapter that's so problematic that it, in cases, can't even be read. Certainly you know, can't think, be printed. I think it's important to point out that the disciples 
when they expounded on the scriptures, they expounded daily, we're told, the right. scriptures revealing that Jesus was the Messiah, that right. Yeshua was the Messiah. They didn't have the gospels. They didn't have right. the, the epistles. They were using the Tanakh. They were using the Torah and the prophets, scriptures that had been written hundreds of years before Jesus was ever born. Yeah. And they expounded from the Jewish scriptures, from the Old Testament that proved the Messiahship of Yeshua. Right, and Isaiah 53 is one of those, according to the scriptures passages, that multiple New Testament writers, Paul and others, reference time and time again as biblical proof, proof from hundreds of years before Jesus walked and ministered on earth that he was the one, he is the one that the Jewish people and all peoples have waited for, that he was the Messiah. And I would say the clearest, yeah. out, of, out of over 300 messianic prophecies, right. and some of the, them are absolutely amazing, I would say that Isaiah 53 is the clearest, most powerful of all of the Messianic prophecies. Sure, and if you read it alone, you might think you're reading the New Testament. And often, I, I can think of, it's, we can say it a little bit, you know, jokingly, but uh, times we've both heard of where, where Jewish people have, you know, been handed a scripture, this scripture, Isaiah 53, and told to read it out loud. And they start reading and go, why did you hand me the New Testament? I don't read the Christian Bible. Yeah. They I, weren't reading the New Testament. They were reading Isaiah 53. I have a story I've told many times of a dear friend who ma many of you are familiar with. He is very well known on Christian television. Yeah. But when his uh, mother died, he went to synagogue with his father every morning for a period of time after his mother passed. And he decides to, uh, to get a Bible, a Jewish scriptures from the synagogue mm -hmm. and actually has the rabbi sign it and then takes it to his father or mentions it to his father. Can I read something to you? Reads Isaiah 53 and his father says, I told you never to bring a New Testament in my house and he says, Dad, this is from our own scriptures. It's in Isaiah. His father looks at the Bible, looks at the scriptures and then my friend says, look, uh, even the rabbi signed it. You know what the, the, his father said? I never trusted that rabbi. So that's, right. <laughs> it's a funny story, but it, 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 I think it, it's, um, it typifies the reality that Jewish people are blinded to the scriptures concerning Messiah that are in their own text. Right, and we're gonna talk about that in a couple minutes, but I think Jonathan just looking right at the scriptures to begin, I mean, you start to read it, who's believed our message, to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? And it talks about this one who was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, familiar with pain, and, and right away, right, we can so clearly see this must be talking about Jesus. Yeah, and, and not only is it talking about Jesus, but it's a very clear prophecy of his rejection. Mm -hmm. So we see very clearly that from the beginning, he's not gonna be accepted by his own people. Rejected indeed, Jonathan, and it's so clear here in the scriptures, and yet we know that to the majority of Jewish people around the world, blinders remain on our eyes. We can't see it, even though it's right here in black and white, we can't see Jewish people can't see that this is speaking of Jesus, Yeshua, sent for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And that's really what we're about at Jewish Voice, Jonathan. And we wanna ask you to make an investment in that work today, proclaiming the good news 
to Jewish people, meeting practical needs in order to earn the right to share about the suffering servant who would heal many, and praying and working alongside us so that the blinders can come off of Jewish people and they can be saved. You know, Ezra, the solution is, is very clear in Romans. They will believe if they hear, but they have to hear. And how shall they hear unless someone proclaim? And how will they proclaim unless they be sent? Read that, Romans chapter 10. We need you to send us. We're going to remote Jewish communities in places like Ethiopia and Zimbabwe. We're breaking new ground. We're committed to going to lost tribe communities and we need your help to do it. Mm -hmm. I wanna encourage you to become a monthly Shalom partner. Uh, shalom means peace and you can be an ambassador of peace by sending us to proclaim the Prince of Peace. And we have some things we wanna sow into your life. Now for uh, a single gift today, we're gonna send you a book by a dear friend, Mitch Glazer, Isaiah 53 Explained. So many people ask me, how do I share with my Jewish friend? Here, here's how, expound Isaiah 53, take them through Isaiah 53. I also wrote a book about my experience that will teach you about the mindset of Jewish people, a rabbi looks at Jesus of Nazareth, two important resources we wanna sow into your life. And if you'll become a Shalom partner, we also wanna send you the study guide for Jesus of Nazareth and this beautiful piece of art, this beautiful um, parchment, Isaiah 53, verse five. And you'll hang this and you'll remember that Jesus is not just in the New Testament, but he's revealed in the old. It's a great keepsake and something you can uh, show Jewish people that you invite over. So we wanna get these into your hands. So please pick up the phone, call right and become a Shalom partner now. Here's how. From Isaiah 53, Yeshua, Jesus, was pierced for our transgressions. By his wounds, we are healed. It's time to completely remove our own blinders and help to do the same for the Jewish people in your circle of friends and around the world. To say thank you for your gift of $40 or more, we will send you two books, Isaiah 53 Explained, by best-selling author and beloved professor, Dr. Mitch Glazer, and by Jonathan Burnus, a rabbi looks at Jesus of Nazareth, a very popular resource that makes a compelling and clear case for Jesus as Messiah. We also want to bless you for your support by sending you the Jewish Voice Calendar for 2024. Become a new Shalom Partner and we'll also include a helpful study guide to Jonathan's book, plus the 12 by 12 artisan fragment of Isaiah 53 verse 5 on a textured backdrop with a gloss finish. That extraordinary passage in Hebrew and the English translation reveals the prophetic foretelling of the Messiah's suffering and why this passage is forbidden among the Jewish people we are called to reach. Beautifully framed, this is a unique gift for a friend or yourself. Make a gift of $50 per month and we'll send those three books and that inspiring wall art right to your door. Every gift from New Shalom Partners will be used to send Bibles to scattered Jewish people around the world. Sharing the good news becomes even more critical in this landmark year as we get closer and closer to the last days. One of the best ways that you can live out your calling as a Christian 
is to be a witness to the Jewish people through being a committed monthly Shalom partner. When you give monthly, 100% of your donations will go directly to our ministry work, meaning 100% of your gift will help to proclaim the gospel, lift the physical burdens of persecuted and destitute Jewish people and their neighbors, disciple fellow believers in their faith, and support Messianic Jewish communities in Israel and around the world throughout the scattered Jewish communities. Let's work together to do our part in seeing all Israel saved so we can be the greatest witness of Jesus the world has ever known. Please prayerfully consider joining us as a Shalom Partner today. Call this toll-free number or mail your most generous gift to the address on the screen. If you prefer, you can give securely online at jewishvoice.tv or scan the QR code. Your gift will celebrate Yeshua, Jesus, the fulfillment of the law. Thank you so much. Welcome back. I, I want to take a moment before we go on to say thank you on behalf of Ezra and our staff at Jewish Voice and the thousands, the tens of thousands of people that we minister to and say thank you for your partnership with Jewish Voice. Our purpose is to see lives transformed in the salvation of Israel. That's our purpose. And topics like this that we've been discussing are great insights for you to pray for and share with Jewish neighbors and friends and co-workers about Jesus and how he fulfills the prophecy of their own scriptures. Yeah. Ezra, Isaiah 53 is probably the, the clearest, most important single prophecy about the Messiah. And Jesus fulfills every last statement, prophetic statement. He certainly does. I'm thinking of Jesus' own words, right? I haven't come to abolish the law. I haven't come to abolish what God said in the Old Testament scriptures. I've come to fulfill. And we see how Jesus fulfilled so much of Isaiah 53. Jonathan, I think we should look at some specific, Let's do it. Some specific Let's verses it. here. And we'll put them up on the screen yeah. as we look at it. Isaiah 53 verse 3 says, jumping right in here, he was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain or well acquainted with grief. And yet it says like one from whom people hid their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. That, that's such a clear picture of Yeshua in the right. gospels. Right. He has a, a group of followers, right? And the growing crowd, but then they end up rejecting him when he says hard things that they don't understand. Exactly. Uh, and then you have the Pharisees, the Sadducees. It's not the Jewish people against Jesus. He split the Jewish community, but in general, he's despised and rejected. And that's, a his, that's true of history. Exactly. You know, he's been a despised figure. He's been beloved. Sure. He's transformed lives, but he's also been a despised figure. Of course. And I think, you know, unfortunately, in, in a lot of Christian teaching, even, there's a tendency to vilify the Jewish people at large. And what I mean by that is to say, ah, it's so clear. It's Jesus. How could they reject him as the Messiah? But Jonathan, as we talk about, the Jewish people were expecting a Messiah who would come to right the wrongs done to Israel, to bring justice to the Jewish people, and to rule and reign as a conquering king. 
And what we couldn't by and large as a people see is that he also had to come. In fact, he first had to come as a suffering servant because of the sin problem. Yeah, it's a real conflict. Imagine right. trying to figure out how is the King Messiah sure. who's going to come in power and victory also a despised figure that's rejected. Right, and I think the answer actually, we just read verse three, this man of sorrows and we hid our faces from him. He was despised and rejected. And we're going, wait a minute, this is, this is, this is God in the form of a man. This is the Messiah, the conquering king. How can he be despised and rejected? But look at verse four, Who's, why is he despised and rejected? Why is he familiar with grief? It says, surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. So he's actually carrying something for us. His, his pain and his right. suffering and his rejection actually is ours, but he's carrying it. Right, and uh, he, he becomes the, the, the bearer right. of not only the sins of Israel, but the sins of the world. Ezra, I just wanted to add that the, the, the reason that I think uh, the name Jesus is so despised First of all, there's a misconception that he's the God of Christianity, but not only do you have the expectation of a ruling king, but then you have a Christian church that becomes predominantly Gentile sure. with teachings against the Jewish people, right. blaming them for killing their Christ, who's right. really the Messiah of Israel. Sure. And then you have a 2000 year history of hatred, of animosity, of pain and suffering and ultimately genocide in the name of Christ and Christianity. Right. Now we can say they weren't true Christians, but they were representatives of Christianity sure. and therefore of Christ. And for the Jewish people, that's, that's a, Jesus becomes the one responsible for that horrible history. Exactly. When he in fact, like Joseph, is their brother. Right. And, even and we have to bring that truth. Exactly, his name even, you said Jesus. In English, we say Jesus. And of course, he answers to Jesus. That's, what we, that's how we call him in English. But his name in Hebrew is Yeshua, which comes from the word Yeshua, salvation. And it says, you shall call his name salvation, Yeshua, in English, Jesus, because he'll save his people from their sins. And that's exactly what we it, see it, here. Exactly. And in verse five, he was pierced the suffering servant, the Messiah, was pierced for our transgression and he was crushed for our sins, for our iniquities. And the punishment that brought us peace with God was laid on him and by his wounds were healed. Yeah, now look at it in its context. It's Isaiah writing to the Jewish people, right. the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and it's declaring Yeshua right. as the one who would bear their sins, mm -hmm. who would take upon himself their sufferings and bring them healing. This despised and rejected figure actually becomes the sin bearer yep. and the, the agency of healing and, and peace with God exactly. for the people of Israel and by extension to the nations, to the Amen. world. We all like sheep, verse six, have gone astray. Right. Each of us has turned to our own way. And look at this, the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Of us and then all. you have the passion laid out so clearly. Right. He's, he, he's oppressed and afflicted, verse seven. He didn't open his mouth. He's led as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before shears is silent. So he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. 
This is the sacrificed lamb, the lamb of God that John saw yeah. and said, the one that will take away the you sins of the world. He took the words right out yeah. of my mouth, right, John? Behold the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Was that just his own poetic language? John saw Jesus, Yeshua, and said, this is the one upon whom the iniquity of us all has been laid. This is the lamb led to the slaughter. He's coming for our salvation. Ezra, that's the word salvation. That's right. The, the servant of God is serving Israel and the nations by laying down his life yeah. and bearing the sins of Israel and the world. For the iniquity of us all, Isaiah yeah. is very clear. He who knew no sin yeah. become, become sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That Amen. is stunning. Yeah. It's stunning and it's all in the Jewish scriptures. It is. And it's you know, incredible. Jonathan, it's clear to you and me. Maybe it's clear to you watching at home. You know, it's not clear, sadly, to most Jewish people in the world today. We read these scriptures and we can't see because we have blinders over our eyes that it's Jesus, it's Yeshua, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And yet God made a way. And it's if, if we can hear, if someone comes and proclaims to the Jewish people, we can hear and by faith believe and we can call upon him and be saved. And that, Jonathan, is what we're all about at Jewish Voice, yeah. proclaiming and the good news of Yeshua salvation to Jewish people and their neighbors all over the world. That's why we exist and yeah. we're committed to helping you to understand your calling to be a blessing to Israel and the greatest way to bless Israel, to bless the Jewish people is to share your faith and to provoke the Jewish people to jealousy. We have so much more to share. We don't have the time to dig any deeper, but there's so much in Isaiah 53. That's why we want to get you Isaiah 53 explained by my our friend Mitch Glazer, along with uh, a book that I wrote about my experience as a Jew finding Yeshua as my Messiah. Rabbi looks at Jesus of Nazareth. I want to in invite you to become a monthly partner, Shalom partner. We'll also send you this beautiful Isaiah 53 a parchment to hang along with the study guide for Rabbi Looks. We need your partnership. Jewish people are just waiting to embrace their Messiah. They're not going to hear without your help. So get involved. Here's how. From Isaiah 53, Yeshua, Jesus, was pierced for our transgressions. By his wounds, we are healed. It's time to completely remove our own blinders and help to do the same for the Jewish people in your circle of friends and around the world. To say thank you for your gift of $40 or more, we will send you two books, Isaiah 53 Explained, by best-selling author and beloved professor, Dr. Mitch Glazer, and by Jonathan Burnus, a rabbi looks at Jesus of Nazareth, a very popular resource that makes a compelling and clear case for Jesus as Messiah. We also want to bless you for your support by sending you the Jewish Voice Calendar for 2024. Become a new Shalom Partner and we'll also include a helpful study guide to Jonathan's book, plus the 12 by 12 artisan fragment of Isaiah 53 verse 5 on a textured backdrop with a gloss finish. That extraordinary passage in Hebrew and the English translation reveals the prophetic foretelling of the Messiah's suffering and why this passage is forbidden among the Jewish people we are called to reach. Beautifully framed, this is a unique gift for a friend 
or yourself, make a gift of $50 per month, and we'll send those three books and that inspiring wall art right to your door. Every gift from New Shalom Partners will be used to send Bibles to scattered Jewish people around the world. Sharing the good news becomes even more critical in this landmark year as we get closer and closer to the last days. One of the best ways that you can live out your calling as a Christian is to be a witness to the Jewish people through being a committed monthly Shalom Partner. When you give monthly, 100% of your donations will go directly to our ministry work, meaning 100% of your gift will help to proclaim the gospel, lift the physical burdens of persecuted and destitute Jewish people and their neighbors, disciple fellow believers in their faith, and support Messianic Jewish communities in Israel and around the world throughout the scattered Jewish communities. Let's work together to do our part in seeing all Israel saved so we can be the greatest witness of Jesus the world has ever known. Please prayerfully consider joining us as a Shalom Partner today. Call this toll-free number or mail your most generous gift to the address on the screen. If you prefer, you can give securely online at jewishvoice.tv or scan the QR code. Your gift will celebrate Yeshua, Jesus, the fulfillment of the law. Thank you so much. Ezra, we just have a minute or so left to pray for people. Right. I want to do, I, I really feel led to do this. Many of you, parents, grandparents, are praying for the salvation of a loved one, a family member, a friend. We're praying for the salvation of the Jewish people. I'm praying for the salvation of my own family members. Uh, we have a God who desires that all should come to repentance. And I just wanna take a moment to specifically pray for that family member or loved one or friend to find their salvation in Yeshua, in yep. Jesus, and for the salvation of Israel. So let's join together. The Bible says where we agree together, God hears and answers. I believe that. His, his ear is, is not too dull that he doesn't hear. So Lord, just join with me now. Lord, I pray, we pray right now specifically for the salvation of loved ones, of family members, of co-workers, of friends, and we declare their salvation. Amen. We say they salvation. shall be saved. Sure. We, we agree together that we and our households shall be saved. Amen. We thank you for your promise to bring salvation to all Israel, and we declare it in the name of our salvation, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah. Amen. Amen. And amen. Well, this show was just a little taste of the ministry of Jewish Voice and our commitment to reach Jewish communities and to help you understand the Jewish roots of your faith and your calling to share the gospel with Jewish people. For more information, you can go to jewishvoice.tv. We have lots of resources available and we have a team here at Jewish Voice committed to reading your prayer request and praying for you by name. We believe in the power of prayer and we care about you. And more importantly, God cares about you.
He cares about your family and you can trust him. As we close our program today, I wanna to remind you to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. On a daily basis, we're called to pray for the Jewish people and God says they, may, they will prosper who love thee. So I really encourage you, join with us in prayer for the salvation of the Jewish people. Until next time, this is Jonathan Burnus, along with Ezra Benjamin saying shalom and God bless you.